We're starting on the Amud, uh, the first lines, So dedicate the Shilu Nishmot, all those people who've died so far in the war, soldiers and, and civilians, and the Tuim, Chatofim should come back quickly, and our soldiers will be safe and be Matzliach, and Refua Shlema. Okay, so the Gemara the, 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 the question, why? We're going to start now discussing, it's worth taking a moment, actually opening up the Mishnah on Dav Beta Muralef. Okay, because it's, it's good to refresh the Gemara is going to start now discussing Termotan. So we already discussed Arba Vot and we went about the Shore, the Boar, the Mave, the Have. Then we said, Lohareh Ashor Kareh Mave. Each one is a little bit different. We asked, why do we need Lohareh Ashor Kareh Mave? And we said, it's an implied question of here. Why couldn't we have learned? From Bamema Tsinu or from other Midot, uh, uh, why do we have to have all four written? We explain why have to have all four. Each one was different. Each one told us a different thing. We learned that yesterday. Now the Gemara is carrying on and saying, the Mishnah says, Hatsada Shaveshbein, what is common to them? And what's common to them is, Shedarkan Lazik, they call damage and, and they cause damage and Shibratan Lech, and we're responsible for guarding them. And when they do do damage, we've got to pay. And where do we pay from? We pay from a Tav so that last section of the Gemara now, of the Mishnah of the Gemara wants to understand. The Gemara starts off by saying, what, are we, what is it coming to teach us? When the Mishnah says, Hatsada Shaveh, the common denominator between them, what is it coming to teach me? So the Gemara says, Latuye Mai. Because the Gemara understands, look at Rashi. Hatsada Shaveh Shebahe, I mean, it's about the fifth narrow lines of Rashi. The Mashma Afkol Shedar Kolazik. Comes to imply that everything, everything that 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 that, 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 that in its natural way causes damage, and shmirato alecha, and you're responsible to guard it. So we really learned all that. So my matzit latoy. What is it? What's being added over here? What's what's the chidush that's embedded in those words? Vatzara shave. The Gemara says like this. Amar Abaya. We're going to see about four answers, four different Amoraim that can give us answer. First answer is Abaya. So Abayah says, Latuye avno sakino masao shenichan berosh kagov naflu beruach b'tzia veziku. What are we speaking? We're talking about a situation where a person left on his roof. Remember, the roofs in times of Chazal weren't like our roofs. Okay, roofs were mainly flat roofs. Okay, we'll say flat roofs, were mainly flat roofs. And the roofs were used. Okay, the roof was an important part of the house. You went to your roof, you ate on your roof, you built a sukkah on your roof, you dried your figs on your roof, you stored stuff on your roof. Roof was an important part of the house, like your backyard was on your roof. So here a person who put on his roof, Avano, he, he stored some rocks there or stones or knives, sakino, masao, anything, any uh, uh, things that he had that he had to store there. And he put on his roof, Vinaflu, and they fell off the roof, but this is very important, Beruach Mitsuya, in a wind that was common. In other words, it existed. You knew there was a windy area. I don't know, you live in a, in a windy area and it's common for heavy winds that blow things off your roof. And nonetheless, you stuck this stuff on your roof, visited it flew off the roof and caused damage. Come on, so let's try to understand, what are we speaking about? Hey, Chitani, what was the, the circumstance? What's the scenario? If, as you putting it there, right, while it was going, you put it there on your roof and it got caught by wind and it was in the course of the wind, boom, and it caused the damage. So that's Aish. That is Aish. What was Aish? We said Aish. What was the Chilush of Aish we saw in the Mishnah? That Aish travels. Remember, it was a Koach. Another Koach was Murad. There was other. was wind involved in the fire. You lit a fire here and the wind went, took it away. Isn't that the same thing? You put your, your Masa on the roof and the wind took it away. It caused you damage. That's Aish. So the boy explains. Masha, that's what's unique to Aish. 
The Kohachem Rabbah got something else, other forces involved with it. Umamon Khan, it's your asset. Ushmiato Alecha, you write, you let the fire, it's yours, and you're responsible to look after it. Haninami, so to these things. Kohachem Rabbah, Umamon Khan, Ushmiato Alecha, it's yours, there's another cause force involved with it, and you're responsible to live with it. So the Chirush the, the, the of, of, of Tarashave, we haven't learned anything yet at the moment, anything extra. If it's Aish Amitsuya, if it's a, a, a fire that, a, 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 sorry, Aish Ruach Amitsuya. Svela, maybe it's Batanach, not when actually the moment you put it on your roof, but after already, uh, sorry, not the moment that it was in, 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 in flight, causing damage. Maybe we talk about a situation where it fell off the roof and now it landed in a particular place, and now it's causing damage. Maybe that's the Chirush. Look at Rashi. So an ox or donkey walked into it now. And so he flew off your roof and out on the floor in the, in the middle of the, of the, of the, of the Shtarabim. And an ox or a donkey comes and, and knocks into it. The Gemara says, wait a second. Again, let's consider what we're speaking about. Either Afkarinu, if you've already abandoned this, look, I wanted this on my roof. Once it's in front of my roof, it's probably smashed and damaged. Anyway, I don't care about it. It's not mine. Mafkirit. So then, wait a second. There's a Machlok in Rabban Shmuel. Rashi says over here, the pliga behefke of a parashat hameniach in akad on daf kavchet. We'll get it soon, about three weeks. The both of them say, if you mafkir something, so then that's called a bore. Hainu bore, that's a bore. Look at Rashi. The tarvayu, both of them say, call takalashi if kir nafkelan mi bore de chayef. Anytime there's something damaging, which is in public space, and it's not you, you abandon yours like a bore. What's a bore? A bore for a shuta rabbi, maybe in a public place. You don't want the bore, you'd like to put in your went home. So that's the din of bor. Dechiyachid dechiyuv the bor who b'shtarabim to have a hefka. Kamir pek ashosh inagach in a par. Also on the mem table see. Shaliskei kriyav a pitcher baalo. We talk about when you dug a pit or you uncovered a pit. Afakot that start to anything. Shifkir chalid that you abandon shtarabim and cause damage. You chayvon. Ta'anam itchras that and go walk because when you did it from the outset, it was meant to cause damage. Now you didn't kavon it to cause damage, but by definition, you leave a, a, a dangerous object in the shtarabim. It's going to cause damage, right? You should have occupied your mind. You should have realized. So too over here. When you stuck this dangerous thing on your roof, you should have inten- understood that it's going to be washed, flown, blown away by the wind. It can land in front of it. could cause damage. So Master Abort, the Gemara explains that again, back in the Gemara. When you dig a pit in Bishnabim, you know it's a possibility of causing damage. Really, it's yours. You're meant to be responsible for it. So too over here. So that's if you were mafkir. So you know what? You're right. We're talking about a situation now where it flew off your roof and it landed and law mafkir. You didn't mafkir it. You didn't mafkir it. Still, Shmuel, we'll see later on that machloket, but even here, where he learned, I said, Kulam mi boro lamadu. So therefore, Hanu bor. The Rashi on Daf Gimel says like this: Call Takala Borhu. Even if you didn't mark it, if you still wanted this, think it's yours. You have to be sure Rabbi, and it causes damage that you didn't bore. The Gemara says, No, you're right. What are we speaking about? Really, we talk about a situation. What's the Chidushia of Tarashave? Where you were mafkirat. Something was on your roof, and it flew off your roof, landed on Rabbi, and you were mafkirat. Right? So why don't we just learn from Bor? Why 
This thing flew out and was flown off the roof because of wind. So both of them, there's an aspect of Aish and there's no aspect of Bor, right? There's no Bor, it's not Bor. The Gemara says, ah, okay, so now we're going to start playing a little bit of fun of games over here with understanding what it means when it says Tzad HaShave. We look for the common denominator. Because it can't be Bor, right? She said, it can't be Bor because there's no Koach HaCher Burabu. So we said, okay, so then we'll prove to you that, it's, that there is a Chiyuv still because of Aish. So the one says, but Aish also a little bit different because, uh, so, 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 this is, right, this is, because fire goes and travels around. The Gemara says, but it's not exactly Aish, remember, because this thing is at the end of the day standing still. So the Gemara says, okay, so we'll see from Bor, because Bor is in one place. The Chazer Hadin. So now we basically get into a spiral. Every will say it looks like Bor, but it's not Bor, it looks like Aish, not Aish, it looks like Bor, not Bor, it looks like Aish, not Aish. That's why we have to have, says Abaya, Hatzana Shaveh. So we look at, you're right, it's not exactly Bor, and it's not exactly Aish. But it's got characteristics of Bor and characteristics of Aish. And what's the Tzad HaShaveh, what's common to Bor and Aish? Is that they're both there, Lahazik, they're both there, they're your responsibility, and they're both your, 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 your possessions, and therefore you chayev. So, so too, in something which flies with the roof and lands in public space, you're right, it's not exactly Aish, it's not exactly Bor. Abaya wants to say, that's what Tzad HaShaveh is teaching us, while Mishnah said Tzad HaShaveh, to give a din on this as well. Rav, is everybody with me? Yes? Okay. Rav has a different way. Rav says, Rav says a little differently. Rav says, What does that mean? A boar, right, a pit, a wandering pit. That's moving around because of either a person's kicking it around or animals kicking it around. So if you look at Rashi, what does it mean by he says, a boro hamidgalgel? So this isn't like, you know, in the, in the Midbar, so there was the Be'er Amit Galgal, right? There was the Be'er Miriam, and it was like a rock that used to travel with them wherever they went. So we're not talking about a Be'er here, but the boar, let's assume that the rock, Rashi says over here, Kagon Heniach Im Shurabim, a person left a, a stone in Shurabim, Uva'oda bim koma lo hezika. And while it was there, in that place did not damage. However, what happens to Rashi? So somebody walked past and kicked it, or an animal came past and kicked it, and now it got kicked out of its place where you had left it, and that caused damage. Rabbi says, that's what it means when it says Tzad HaShaveh. We need to find the din to make you chayev because of Tzad Why is that? He says, hey, chidami. Again, the Gemara goes through the same process. Right? What are we talking about? If it was something which you were mafkir, and you threw it down then, once it got lost, the kicked and said, I'm not really interested, I don't care about it. So then, didn't we already see? They said, that would be, anytime you mafkir, remember, it's a principle. According to Rav and Shmuel, anytime you mafkir, you abandon ownership on something, and as a result, it causes damage, that's a bore. So what's the chilush over here, according to Rava, of this rock that got kicked around? It was there to cause damage. You were meant to be responsible. And same thing as a bore. Ella the Gemara says, you know what? The law of Karinu. You didn't abandon it, still yours. But again, even so, even according to Shmuel. Now, the reason I think that we're always going according to Shmuel over here, because remember, we got, we're in Dinah Mamonot. In Dinah Mamonot, the din is according to Shmuel. So therefore, we're looking to what Shmuel would say, less than what Rav would say. Even though Rav and Shmuel, when you mouth Kiru, say it's a bore, even Shmuel, who Allah would be like Shmuel, like Shmuel in Dinah Mamonot, would say, you didn't mouth Kiru. It's still a bore. Right? Shmuel, I'm a still a So what says, you're right, okay, but really, we talk about a situation over here where it fits in nice with Rav and Shmuel, and we talk about a case of Lolam Dafkir, where you were Mafkirit. 
So why isn't it a bore then? If it was mafkir, so both Rav and Shmuel say, if you mafkir something, in Rishna Rabbim, which could have caused damage, it's a bore. So what do I need Sarashave for? The common denominator, I can learn bore. The woman says, no. The Lord dami le bore. And yet there's still elements here which are not exactly like bore. Why? Ma le bore, shechein ma'asav garmulo. The uniqueness about a bore is that ma'asav, look at Rashi, what do you mean ma'asav? Kriato, the fact that you dug the bore, that's what garmet a hezik. Ava ma'asav shelze lo heziko. But you put it down over here. Did it cause the damage? It was moved somewhere else. It's not exactly the same as a bore, right? Tomorrow, Bahani Shain Masav Garmolo. So it's not exactly like a bore. So where how do you know that you chayev? Ah, we can see you chayev because of shore. Look at shore. Shore Yochiach. What's unique about Shomala? Shore Shechain Darkun Alechul Hazik. Shore goes traveling around and causes damage. The Gemara says, okay, but this is not exactly like shore because the shore is busy wandering. This isn't wandering. There's something somebody else kicked it down the road. Was okay, so then we'll see from Bor. And again, the Chazer Adin Lor Ize Kerize. So according to Rav, it says that's why we need the Tzara Shave. Because we can't learn it exactly from Bor. Because Bor, you dug the Bor. Yeah, you didn't put it there. So, but it wandered around. So maybe it's like Shore. But it's not exactly like Shore because Shore itself is busy wandering around. Yeah, it's not exactly it wandering around. Somebody else kicked it around. So we, but if we put together Shore and Bor, so then we've got a confidence we can find a way that it will be chav. And according to Rav, this is what that din is about when it says Sarashave. So Abaya says it's for something put in your roof which flew down. Rav says, no, it's something which was in the Lechatchile in Ushtar Rabin, but it got kicked around to a different place, not exactly the place where you put it in. Rav Adabar Ava, he's got a third opinion. He says, now what do we need Sarashave for? He says, La Tuya Adetani, quite a brighter over here. This is a brighter, which we'll see that also in the second half Labit. Okay, we've got a lot of stuff coming ahead of us. Where he says, what is, what, is, what is it about? The Bible says, We'll see in Daftali that there are certain situations where Chachamim allowed you. Now, you know, we all, well, all of us at least, right? We've got, thank God, running water. We've got running sewage. In other words, our sewage, as a rule, right, doesn't pump into the streets. It goes into tubes underground, wherever it goes to, to uh, sewage plants or to the sea, whatever the case is. So as we don't really understand the concept, but if you can imagine, even like in, in villages, we can see it now sometimes in some Arab towns even, where the sewage pumps into the street. So now, in Chazal's time, they, that seemed to be the, main, the way that most of it was. So there might have been pits in their ground, but at the end of the day, they'd be able to let it out at certain times of the year. So Bright is speaking about that situation. Where it says that we had a Tanya, Amru, Potkin Bivotehen V'gorfin Marotehen. What does that mean? Look at Rashi. He says, Potchin, where's the Rashi? The Kachashim, because Elu are Potkin bivotehem, the Grofim are Klomar, Kol Elu, says Rashi. All these situations, Sheamru Chacham, Chacham said, Sheyeshten Rashut, they've got permission, La Hashlich needs Kedrev, they can actually throw out this, their, their damage. Because really, we'll see anyway, right? Veilu, what are they? Potkin bivotehem, your sewage. Potchin Tsinoterehen, and Mekalchim Shofchim. You can open up your sewage pipes in Vishashofchim, Mechatshahen Shem, and you can now clear your yard, your courtyard where you were storing your sewage, and let it out into the street. Now listen, when it was allowed, the Gemara carries on, the brightness is as follows. Bimota Chama and Mishut. In summer, they weren't allowed to do this. Why weren't they allowed to do this in summer? Look at Rashi over here, the very first wide lines by Rashi, Bipnei Sharachov Na'eh. Because in summer, everything's nice and clean. The municipality has spent time, they've cleaned up the place, the rains are over, they've, they've, they've cleaned up, everything's nice and tidy and clean, mm-hmm. 
And you're going to now let your sherry dry loose in the street. damages it. But in the winter, yeah, the second last lines of Rashi, when any other streets are a mess. Remember, there wasn't properly tarred roads like we've got and paved pavements. It was all mud and sand. So anyhow, it's all a mess over there from the mud and the, and, and the rain. They're allowed to do it. However, the fact that you're allowed to send it out, this is interesting. Look back in the Roshav. Even they're doing it with Bereshut, they're sending out their sewage into the streets legally. They still can't do it without any care. If they cause damage, they're responsible for the damage. Okay, so comes along, Rabbi Adabar Avin says, that's what we're speaking about over here, where it says, we're talking about in the winter months, when, when the Beit Din allowed you to, to uh, uh, release your sewage into the, uh, into the street, into the public domain, you still got to be careful for damage that it's caused. So we'll ask again the same question we've asked now, so far by and Rava, with regards to the roof and with regards to the, the stones wandering around. Hey, Chidami, what are we talking about? If it's while the sewage is actually you pumping it out into, your, into, the, into the street, so, and it causes maske, so that's Kohohu, that's him, look at the very last house of Rashi. Behind Adam, that's Adam, that's Mother. So there's no Chilish that's Adam. If, if, I'm, if I take a house pipe, and I with a heavy powerful hose and I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I cause damages to you and I turn the tap on, that's me. I can't say it's my hose. So, so too, if I throw, pump my sewage out into the street and while it's in transit, the sewage causes damage, that's me. So what's the chilush over there? Ella bata dinach. So much we're thinking about what? After the sewage is already no longer my koach, it's now settled in the street. And now someone comes along with his carriage and slips, I don't know, my thing and overturns and causes a lot of damage. So the Gemara says again, If it's the guy with Mafkiri's sewage, the average guy doesn't care. God, I don't want it. So it's Hefka. But then Ben Rabbi Shmuel, how bore? That's already been in bore. Of course you chayev. You chayev like a bore. So Mashna bore declared Asiatul Nezik. He says, What's it? I give a bore. Because we know a bore causes damage. Umamun Khan, you're responsible. Vishmiat Tolech, you're going to guard it. The fact that you pumped into Shrab, you know it's going to cause damage, cause slippery, etc. Umamun Khan, and it's yours. Ushmanecha. You didn't You didn't want. For some reason, you still wanted it. You're going to do something with it. But the Gemara says again, doesn't make a difference. Even if you weren't mafki, we already saw the Shmuel. Amakula me borrow lamadnu hanaborot. Still borrow according to Shmuel. Where it says you're right. Let's rather learn it according to Rav and Shmuel. So why? So what's the chiddush of Tarashave? Velo dami lebor. It's not exactly bor. Why? Malabor shechen shelo berishut. Right? Bor, you weren't allowed to dig. You can't go around digging up pits in the street. So we wouldn't have learned this from Bor, because we would have said, well, it's not exactly Bor. Bor, you, you dug against the law. Yeah, you had a permission, you had a permit to do it. So call it from Bor. Tomorrow behind the shoot. So therefore, we need Tzadashave. So Gemara says, you know what? We'll prove it from Shor Yochiach. So we now, what's the Tzadashave? We'll take Bor and Shor. And we'll see from Shor Yochiach. Rashi Zabia, what Shor? She Bereshut Beitin Hu Malech Bushtarabi. Like what it says, But at the end of the day, you're allowed to walk around with the shore. And nonetheless, what do we say? It's not exactly shore, because shore we know is gonna, if it's one around, you got damage. So Gemara says, maybe right? So again, the Gemara says, from the, so therefore, we, if we, we, we haven't exactly got a shore, shore was beheter, bor is not beheter, 
these with head tear, without head tear, and they both cause damage, etc. I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure how this Salashave works so well. Uh, so the Shavah of the Badnitin is that the boar was with, 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 with permission. The, 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 the boar is not with permission. The boar if you, is by definition in the Shurabim it causes damage. The shore might not by definition cause damage. And any, bottom line is we need it savage. So we've got three opinions. We've got a buyer who says stuff on your roof. Rabbi that says it's the rocks that will be moving from place to place. If Alibar Abba say we're talking about releasing your sewage during the winter months, you're still chayev. Ravina gives a fourth answer. Ravina says, no. What do we need Salashave for? Latuyaha. He says to include this. And he quotes a Mishnah in Baba Metziah, which is, Ditnan ha-kotel va'ilan shenaflu shrabim ve'heziko patur mileshalem. If you've got a wall or a tree that fell into the Shadarabim, right, you patur. Now, when are you patur? What do you mean you patur? So there's a Rashi of Mbav Metziah says like this. Hashor ve'lekol shrabim ve'heziko patur mileshalem demai havelei lemavit anosu. Says you anus. If you've built a wall and it's a nice, good, solid wall, I don't know there's an earthquake or there's a strong wind or whatever, no, no, has a matzo, you or something happens and the wall falls, the tree falls over. So, but what more could you have done? That's called honest. If you are so anushachmar patra. Says Avia, so he says, patra milashale. However, natnulos man la kutsetailan or listorita kotel venaflu. However, if the municipality inspectors are around this, listen, guys, this wall is dangerous. They're giving you a week now to take this down. Or the tree is going to fall. We're giving you three days to get rid of that tree. You know the story of the, of, of, in Chutzla, where the, where the, the guy built his sukkah, and the inspector came and he gave him seven days to get rid of his sukkah, right? So, so uh, the, the, the same thing, right? So, so but yeah, but, but there the sukkah is not going to cause any damage. Though. This is going to cause damage. Uh, I wanted to tell you one thing. I wanted to tell you the other, the other day, Michael and I went on a bit of a tour of the north and we arrived at Keve Rashbi in Tzvat. And not in Tzvat, in, uh, in, 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 next to Tzvat. And we were walking out and we saw a whole bunch of guys coming with their lulavim. I mean, coming with their lulavim, kept nicely in their plastic packet. This is, this is three weeks ago. Not, uh, it was already really a good couple of months ago. So nobody wanted to tell us when we asked the guys what it was. We found one guy what it was. They were Mekubalim who were coming to Tzvat, to Kebe Rashbi, to do some tefillah with Lulavim because the Lulavim are, are like a kli, like a, like a, 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 it's considered like a weapon. They were using their Lulavim. They, they had a private session by the Kever. Probably we didn't actually stay to watch it. But unbelievable to see people swarming down, maybe 20, 30 people there, all came lulavim in nicely looked after protected packets for a, a Kabbalistic, uh, I don't know what you want to use it, entreat of, uh, of, 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 of war. I, mean, I don't know why I thought about that now, but thinking about sukkahs, you know, my ADD getting the better of me. Okay, let's get back to our topic. So, um, so he says over here, if they gave you time, however, now, if if the wall fell within that time frame that you had, in other words, you were given time and you could have fixed it up and you fixed it up in the new part But if you if you ignored the 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 time frame, you were given a week to set it up to, to get it taken care of, and three weeks later it collapsed. That's already now pshia. That's your negligence. You chayev. 
the Gemara says, okay, and that's what he said, Yavina, that's what this he's talking about, that's Shabi. So again, the Gemara goes through the whole process. Hey, Chidami. Either Afkara, if you already mafkin that wall of tree wasn't yours, so we don't need a Sarashave. We've got Din Bor for that. So Mashna, and the Gemara says, yeah, Mashna Bor, what's about Shmor? There's a Komatsui, because the damage is there. Ushbratalecha, you meant to keep, look after Hachinami, Hezekan Matsui. Now we know it's dangerous, because you were given time to take it down, you were warned. Ushbratalecha, it's your responsibility. However, either law afkir, if you didn't, you see, the Gemara changes the language now a little bit. If you didn't mafkir, so then, l'shmuel da'ma kulami borla madnu, chai b'boy, b'chayveniya from bor. The Gemara says, you're up. But in olam da'afkir, we're talking about mafkir, both Rav and Shmuel. And nonetheless, we still have to have tzadashavya. Why? The Lord da'mi l'bor. It's not exactly like bor. Because my l'bor, shekain t'chilat asiyato l'nezek. Bor, what you need to bor, the moment you dug that bor, we knew it was going to be something dangerous. Right, Tomar Bahanish, but these, when you build these, the wall you planted the tree, there was no intention to cause damage. It was a good wall, it was a safe tree. So we wouldn't be able to learn it from Bor on its own. So the question, you know what? So that's why we need a bit of shore. Shore, shore, dark hole, the question is not exactly the same as shore either. Because shore, on the other hand, a shore by definition runs around and can cause damage. Building a wall, why should it cause damage? So therefore, we use Bor. So with a combination of bore, which causes damage, and shore, which runs, etc. Chazer Adin, they're exactly the same. Says over here, Ravina, that's what we need the Tzadashave for. From the common denominator, we learn that something like this, once you've been warned and taken and take it down, so you're responsible, Yochayev, etc. From the Tzadashave, both bore and shore, uh, we understand that you'd be high. So basically, I don't know what the aloha is, uh, but it looks, of uh, Ravina, there's definitely a loch on that with regards to your wall if you never took it down in time. With regards to Abaya, it seems also to include your oven and sakens. So it looks like we're passing like a lot of them all together. That seems to be the locha as well. In the second case, that was Abaya. Rava said that we're speaking about, remember, with the Boramid Galgal. That seems to be a locha as well. And, uh, and then we have Adabar Ava. We should be speaking about Kolesh Amru. We're speaking about that as well. So basically, it seems like Lahalocha, all of these things are right. Okay, if somebody wants to quickly sum up there, we're going to summary Halocha there quickly, which take one minute, take more than half a second to find it. I can just carry on. But I think that all of these things would basically be Halocha, and we learn them from a Tzara Shave, and you'd be responsible for all of them. Okay, so now the Gemara carries on asking questions on the Mishnah. Keshehezik Chav Hamazik. And normally when we say chava mazik, right, so when you, when you chav somebody, it means you make somebody else pay. The Mishnah here is saying chava mazik. The mazik himself, we understood, is chayev. So why did the, the Mishnah use the word chav and not chayav mazik? Should have said chayav mazik, right? Not chava mazik. So look at this, chava mazik, chayav mazik, it should have said chayav, says the Gemara. Amrav Yudha, Amrav, hai tani Yerushalmiu. Says this tani is a tani Yerushalmi. Now the Yerushalmi have got a bit of their own dialect. Okay, like, you know, Yerushalmi, for example, they don't say hachi. They say achi. They don't pronounce the hey properly. Achi. They got a little bit of different things, right? So he says that, so he says, the tani kalila. Also, he's light on, he's lash on, in other words, he's, he, he shortens words. So he, he, he saves words. It's a chai, v'chai, but it means the same thing. So it means chai. Then the Mishnah said, l'shalem tashlume nezek. So the Gemara says over here that what's the, what's the idea? Chav what? We saw in Osan Dav Bet Tamil Aleph in the Mishnah. It says over there. Uh, it says the Tashlumay Nezek. 
אצל יחב המזיק לשלם תשלומי נזק במיטב הארץ. So the pastor says he pays from the best of his fields and the best of his vineyards. So the question is, the best of who? So Tanakamen says, Metav Sadeo Shil Nizak. U Metav Kamo Shil Nizak, did Rabbi Shmael. So Rabbi Shmael is our Tanakamen. By the way, on that trip, we went to Rabbi Shmael's Kibber as well. Right? Um, so he says here, Metav Sadeo, Metav Karmo Yishalem. Who do we go according to? The Nizak. So let's understand this for a moment. The guy's got, 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 got damages, and now he wants me to pay him out of fields, I've now got to go and see what his best fields are to pay him according to his best fields. But, 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 but uh, difficult to understand, right? That's what Rabbi Shmuel says. So that's, 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 that's what he says over there. Then we're going to pay the best of Rabbi Shmuel. So Rabbi Akiva says, no. So Hegdesh, we'll see just now. Rashi will see after the end of the week what Hegdesh is all about. Rabbi Akiva says, so who's the idit? Look at Rashi over here. Look at the idit. Shel Mazik, says Rashi. It's in Lam Nekilin Ashas. Right? The Shamin Aruga Shel Nizak. We see the damage, this furrow, this, this, this plant area that the guy, that the showed the damage. If he mashihi, how much it is? Vim Mazik, by ten lo karka, but man is called. If he wants land as a result for, for the payment, no ten lo metav sedotav, the, the Mazik now has to go and give him some of his better fields. Shave otan damin. So all according to value. Right, so the damage was 100,000 shekels, and this Mazik now has got a whole range of fields. He's got Idid, Bandit, Zimorit. The Nizak says, I want your best field. So we can bring an appraiser. We say, how much is 100,000 shekels worth? It's 10 square meters. Yeah, 10 square meters my best field. That's what Rabbi Akiva says. Not the Nizak. So, uh, so Rabbi Ishmael, uh, 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 so, so the question of here is, what's Rabbi Ishmael? What? what the, uh, not just me, though, but to talk to somebody else. Okay. Right? So it says over here, Rabbi Shmael, I call Shmeina, Mishalem Shmeina. I call Kusha, Mishalem Shmeina. So it's a question over here. Well, according to Rabbi Shmael, it says we go after the Nizak. Achal, sorry, Achal Shmeina. If the, uh, if the animal ate good stuff, we understand why you pay good stuff. But Achal Kusha, where he add bad stuff, bad stuff. Mishalem Shmeina, why are you going to pay him with good stuff? So Rabbi Baravi in Achamas, he says, no. Achal Aruga ben Arugot. He says, really, you're right. It's not so straightforward. But what's the case? What's the case where he damaged Naruga? This guy had a whole lot of fields. Your ox came in and damaged one of them and ate up a whole bunch of vegetables. Now, he's got some very good stuff and some average stuff and some bad stuff. We're not sure what he damaged. If he ate the good stuff or the bad stuff. You pay for the, you pay the good stuff. So, 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 so according to his, the value of his good stuff. So, Rabbi, what are you talking about? Where we know that he ate the bad stuff, we only got to pay him according to the bad stuff. Why are you jumping to conclusions? Why are we going? At the end of the day, don't we say, It's important, right? We're in the Zikin now. This is the cloud we've got to all of us remember off our heart. is, If I, you owe me money, and I come to you and say, You owe me money, the burden of proof is on me to prove that you owe me the money. You don't have to defend yourself and prove you don't owe me the money. The one who's taking, the chazoka is the money's with you. Right? Where's the money at the moment? With you. 
So I want to change that chazaka and bring them your mazel with you to me. That's called hamotzi mechavero. I'm taking it out of you from your hands. I love Araya. It's on the guard to proof. So same thing over here. This guy had damages caused to his fields, correct? My ox came and wandered around and damaged his fields. So says Rabbi to, 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 to the, 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 the person defending Rabbi Shmuel over here. Right? So that's uh, Rabbi Achabar Yaakov. He says, no, he says, so, so says Rabbi, well, what are you talking about? It wasn't Rabbi Achabar Yaakov, was it? It was Rabbi Inibar Avin. Rabbi Inibar Avin says, what are we talking about over here? Where we're not sure where the damages was, therefore paying the best. So Rabbi says, what do you mean paying the best? Um, the, 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 the damaged parties that are coming to me, the claimant, and saying, your ox caused damage. Okay, so you want me to pay you the best? Prove to me that my damages were the best. If you can't prove, I'm going to pay you the worst. You've got bad and good. Why are you making assumptions? It was the bad good that got damaged. I'm telling you it was the bad that got damaged. If you can prove to me otherwise, I'll pay you. That's how much you have to pay Right? right? What Rabbi Idi, Rabbi Idi Bar Avin said is not the case. What is the case of here? Chamaskinan kegon shata idit the nizak. A little tricky over here. Follow me. Says the idit of the nizak, the best lands of the is of the. In other words, because everything is relative at the end of the day, right? There's no objective definition of what idit is. There's no objective definition of what bainonit is or what zibur is. It all depends on what I've got according to my portfolio of land. So my idit, this for me is the best land. But you might have much better land. And then my idit is actually your ziburit. Okay? So, so that's what he's saying over here. So he says, like, what's the case? He says, Kagon, shayta idit the nizak, kaziburit the mazik. The nizak, the guy who was damaged, his best fields were like my worst fields. Ubaha pligi, now this is a machloket. Rabbi Shmael Sabar, Rabbi Shmael says, but the nizak shayminu. Rabbi Shmael, now it works out. Early, we thought Rabbi Shmuel was actually going in favor of the Nizak. Right? Rabbi Shmuel, in other words, just giving him the best all times. He says, Rabbi says, no. Rabbi Yaakov says, this is the case. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says, we, we assess it according to the Nizak. Now, remember, the Nizak's best lands were my worst lands. So really, it's not such a big difference over here any longer. Because even Rabbi Akiva could live with it. We're giving from the Mazik's worst lands. But the, the Nizak's best lands. Rabbi Akiva Savar, but the Mazik, Rabbi Akiva says, no, we go to the Mazik's best lands, which are much, much, much better than the Nizak's best lands. That's what, everybody following that? Lord? Clear? Just one second, Selwyn, what daddy? I had the experience exactly with this case where a guy built on a plot. He built a, like a, a, a lousy building on my plot. Right. So we had, to, we had to value, he had to buy my other plot. And we had to value it according to what was my edict and his ziburit. Because by me, his plot made it into ziburit. And, and I went, and, and my building made it into edict. It's not only the value. The actual land itself, it's what you do with the land. Okay, whatever, okay, understand that. I, I, I know the case, all right, yeah. Do you remember the... the yeah, 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 it ran from here, I remember the case. And you, Ed, someone, were you going to say something? Just pay back the value of the damage in money. 
Because we said that the Pasuk says, Meitav Meitav Sadeu. So the Torah, there's a Xerita Katur in the Pasuk, that the damaged part, part, party has the right to ask for the damages in land. Torah. He, if, if, if he wants money, you give him money. But he's got the right to ask in land. So now when he comes to ask in land, the Pasuk says, Meitav Sadehu, Umeitav Karmo. So who is it, the best of whose? Is it the best of the damaged partner, partner or the best of the guy who's de, who did cause the damages? That's the machloket. Isn't that well, that's exactly the machloket. How do I understand that? Well, well, that's what Rabbi said. That's what Rabbi said. What are you talking about? He got the worst. You paid him the best. That's what, so he agrees with you. That's, that's exactly our sugya. Is it unfair? Is it unfair, right? So, so, so Rabbi, Rabbi Shema, what's Rabbi Shema's vote? And he says, we go after the best of the damaged part, even if it's the worst of the damager. Because look in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, And he let his animals go free. And they cause damage in somebody else's field. The best of his field. So the damage was caused in a guy's field. And now it says the best of his field is going to pay. So the best of who? Is it the best of his, meaning the guy who we're speaking about on the top of the Pasuk, the damaged partner? Or is it his feels the guy who caused the damage? Everybody clear, right? That's the question. The question is how to understand the Pasuk. When the Pasuk says, Metav Sadehu, the best of his field, the best of whose field? Is it the best of the guy we spoke about a second ago? Uvi'er he, he ate in somebody else's field, and of his best we've got to pay him, or no? So that's what that's what that's what Shabi Shmuel says. The master Lamata, Master Lamala. Masa de Amulamala Denizak, the damage guy, Afhasadeh Amulamata Denizak. Shavishmael said, what do you want? The Pasuk says, a guy goes and eats in somebody else's field, the best of his field. Who's his? The guy whose field was just eaten. So new Rabbi Akiva, what does he say? Rabbi Akiva says, no. Meitav sadehu, umetav kumashalem. Tahayach de kumashalem. Rabbi Akiva says, nothing to do with the damage partner. Now he's speaking about the guy who caused the damages. The best of his field. That's how you pay. So he goes, I don't understand. New Rabbi Shmael. So does Rabbi Shmuel? I'm sorry, because he's not. Rabbi Shmuel says, "Ahani k'zera shava, ahani kra." There's a k'zera shava and the pshat in the pasuk. Ahani k'zera shava. I mean, the k'zera shava. We said a second ago. We've got sadeh and sadeh, and ahani kra. What's the pshat? Kagon deitay lemazik. Idit veziburit. Idit lenizak. Veziburit lemazik. Lo shava. Idit lenizak. Rabbi Shmuel made the betav today. Lo matziamale. Says that we spoke about a second ago. When they aren't the same, and therefore the best of his is not like the best of his. And if you can't say just pay me like mine, because they're different. So now we have to understand we're speaking about such that would be the best of the nizak, even if it's the worst of the mazik. Ta'at gabemi zibrut, el gabemi meitav. So now he says, bring me from your zibrut. Ta'at gabi mi zibrut, el gabemi meitav. It's not actually gabemi the zibrut, but it's the best. It's the best of who seems like the best of the nizak. Rabbi Akiva me lo bakatav el ligvot le nizaki mida idit. Rabbi Akiva says, no. All it's telling me is that the nizak can claim from my idit. The Kavachomer lehegdish. He says much more so hegdish. So now the Gemara says, what is the Rabbi Kivir mentioned? What's this Kavachomer lehegdish? He says my my my. He says my Kavachomer lehegdish. He says ilay medenagach turdi dan leturd hegdish. If your ox gored hegdish is ox. So the pasuk where he says shorei amarachman lebelo shoshel hegdish. So there is no chiyuv there. It says kigach shor et ishraeu. Right? What's the pasuk? The pasuk says kigach shor. We saw that pasuk a while ago. We're speaking about Shorah Ehu. We're not speaking about Shor of Hegdesh. So Shor of Hegdesh seems to be excluded over here. 
So that's not the din. If you make, so he says, no, we speak okay, if a person makes a nedir to give a certain amount of money to Bedek Abayit, the Gizbar the, 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 the to come and force him to pay his, 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 his money can take from the best of his lands. That's the Kabachomet Idit. Okay, yeah, let's stop over here. Let's stop over here. We'll carry on with the Hegdi story tomorrow. I need it.